يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون ولا تكونوا كالذين نصوا الله فأنساهم أنفسهم أولئك هم الفاسقون لا يستوي أصحاب النار وأصحاب الجنة أصحاب الجنة هم الفائزون جعلني الله وإياكم من عباده المتقين الفائزين الذاكرين آمين اللهم آمين O you who believe do not let death approach you only in the state of taqwa only in the state of piety and righteousness we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us all amongst the muttaqeen Ameen Allahumma Ameen Inshallah if we can ask the brothers to come closer and if there's an overflow the gym inshallah is open and carpeted also Beloved brothers and respected sisters, we continue with Surah Al-Hujurat, an amazing chapter with many lessons. As he sallallahu alayhi wasallam continues to receive this revelation that allows major positive improvement in our connection with Allah and our connection with people. In the previous Jumu'ah, we spoke about our connection with the Prophet ﷺ and how you and I are obligated to show humility in the presence of the Prophet, to listen to the Prophet, to lower our voices in the presence of the Prophet ﷺ as he speaks in his tradition, in the sunnah that you and I have received. The next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that which I find very important, brothers and sisters, which allows self-improvement, which allows a better life, greater understanding, and a sign of good character. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not only encourage you and I of performing such act and embodying such act, he also tells you and I in this ayah that performing this ibadah is great for you. So as you know, in the ayat before, brothers and sisters, our connection with Allah, it's something that you and I gain. But of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is involved. And you and I might not receive the physical reward that which you and I may experience in our lifetime very quickly. It takes some time. But this act of ibadah is something that is very tough to do and very difficult. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this is best for you. You're the first person that benefits from this before the ajil, before the reward, before you consider this as an act of ibadah. You're the first one that experiences and enjoys the fruits of this act. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who master this ibadah. People that are very good in it. Because it's very difficult. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَوْ أَنَّهُمْ صَبَرُوا حَتَّى تَخْرُجْ إِلَيْهِمْ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that if they were patient, 
and waited until you left your home, your rooms, al-hujurat, that would have been best for them. They would have benefited from that more than anyone else. حَتَّى تَخْرُجَ إِلَيْهِمْ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورُ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most merciful. In this ayah, we learn that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that if these individuals whom called upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a very disrespectful manner, they were rushing the process. As we mentioned, they were yelling, they were shouting, thinking that this would result in a quick response. That the Prophet ﷺ would come out right away. You could say, Muhammad or Muhammad, and say it many times, thinking that this will solve your issue. To you as a human being, this would allow you to experience the results much quicker. You'll drive your point through. You'll win. You'll get what you want. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if they would have remained patient, maybe by saying his name once, choosing the right time, not being aggressive in their approach, لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ This has, would have been very beneficial to them and for them. So what we learn from this ayah that sometimes brothers and sisters, we may have people that rush through the process expecting a quick answer and a quick solution to their problems, where Allah says a quick answer will never solve that problem. Sometimes experiencing that process, brothers and sisters, is what allows you to grow through that challenge, to become a better person, to look at it from a different angle. How many times in your life when you have rushed through a business, wanting to purchase a building, wanted to purchase a home, and things didn't work out, thinking that this will end of course, in a better way where you would earn much more money and live in a better place, and it turns out that this was not the right location for you. Maybe there was mole in the house that you did not yet discover. Maybe something happened to this home. Maybe there was electrical issues that you were not aware of in this plaza that you were trying to buy. Whatever it is, and then you realize that, subhanAllah, if I would have purchased this, it would have been a disaster. But at the moment when the deal did not go through and the home was not purchased, or the car that you wanted, the deal just didn't go through and signatures were not signed, you realize that subhanAllah, this happened for a reason. And this is a ni'mah. When things don't go through for you at all times, this is a blessing. Al-Imam Al-Hassan Al-Basri says, Qala Al-Imam Al-Hassan Al-Basri, radiyallahu anhu wa rahimahullah, As-sabru kanzum min kunuz al-khayr. يُوَفِّقَ اللَّهُ عَبْدَهُ إِلَيْهَا إِذَا أَحَبَّ Al-Sabr and remaining patient is one of the treasures that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept to Himself. It's a hidden treasure that you and I may have. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives it to those whom deserve it, those whom He loves. So when you find yourself falling back in business transactions and not getting exactly what you wanted at the moment, this is a very positive sign. Never think that this is a sign of loss and failure. In another ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, عَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُوا شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ وَعَسَىٰ أَن تُحِبُّوا شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ That you may hate something. You may hate the process, waiting, 
not receiving a quick answer, sending an email wanting this to take place, and suddenly, subhanAllah, it doesn't go through. Just waiting, that moment of hardship. So they say, الانتظار وشد بن الموت Sometimes waiting is even worse than death. You, just, you, you don't like to wait. But then you realize that waiting was the best thing for you. وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ And you may love something so much where you think the quickest response will allow you to experience that pleasure. And then you realize that this was very harmful for you. Whatever it may be in life. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about true role models, leading individuals in their communities, and the ummah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you and I to be a part of, beyond the ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the character that we need to embody. He said, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْهُمْ أَئِمَّةً يَهْدُونَ بِأَمْرِنَا لَمَّا صَبَرُوا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made among them leaders that guided people to Allah, they were able to lead people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, change their communities when they were patient. That's the condition. That they were able to change everything that people were experiencing under the condition of what? Patience. And this is what we find in Surah Al-Hujurat, لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ It would have been much better for them if they remained patient. When you look at the story of Ya'qub alayhi salatu wassalam, can you just imagine how long he had to struggle for? He could no longer see. Out of tears, he was crying for Yusuf for over 30 years. And then he lost his son Binyamin. And that was much worse also. Because Binyamin would remind him of Yusuf. Subhanallah, Ya'qub never gave up. And he remained patient. And that's what allowed the visitation to take place. And the family, this, the family was able to reunite and to come back. And he goes and he travels to Egypt and he finds Yusuf sitting on that throne of leadership. It took some time. Yusuf did not rush the process didn't ask for a quick answer, did not ask for this and that, it took some time. He allowed the process to take place. When Musa والسلام, made dua against Fir'aun, in the Qur'an, our ulama mentioned, Ahlul Tafsir mentioned that his dua was answered 20 years later. And some ulama say 40 years later. He did not receive a quick response. He had to go through the process. As we recite in Surah Alam Nashah, like a sadrak, wa wadana an kawizrak, an kawizrak, aladi an kadabaharak, wa rafana, like a dikrak, fa inna ma'al usri yusra, inna ma'al usri yusra. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, with hardship comes ease. And that hardship is not a quick hardship. It's something that may take a few years, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised those whom are prepared to live through the process and reconnect with Him and realize that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept to Himself is much greater than what they have experienced are people that will enjoy the understanding of sabr. Umar radiallahu anhu said, Qala Umar, wajadna khayra aishina fi sabr. 
that we were able to experience the best moments in our lives when we lived with sabr. And that's what allowed them to succeed in the end. It was through their patience. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala nabiyyil mustafa Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi al-tahirina wa ba'd As-sabru miftahu al-faraj Patience is the key to success Take some time The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam In his early stages Everyone knows here the struggles that he experienced In Mecca the Meccan period where he وسلم, struggled with his da'wah. Ongoing struggling, ongoing struggle, ongoing struggle. And what happens is that a tribe comes and travels to Mecca and offers their allegiance to the Prophet They're willing to give him bay'ah. These people were prepared to go to war over a thousand horsemen. And back then, this was, this was something big. They were ready to go to war. They said, Ya Rasulullah, we will only need to shout once. That you would have a thousand swords under your command. Just one shout. Prophet was like, okay, this is... Prophet wanted assistance. But they said, Bishart. We have a condition. What's their condition? That if you pass away, we become the khulafa. We take on this role of leadership. It is no longer for the people of Quraysh and your sahaba, all of that nonsense. No. We will help you. We will support you. We will fight on your behalf. And you will have a thousand men ready to do whatever you want them to do. But when you pass away, we take the khilafah. The Prophet ﷺ rejected that idea from the get-go. Imagine if the Prophet ﷺ sat down and started to cry and, wow, a thousand people, this would change the ummah. And whatever happens later happens. I will train them, I will teach them, I will make sure they love Allah and His Prophet. I will do this and I will plan and strategize. The Prophet ﷺ rejected this offer to begin with. And he continued to live with struggle for many years after that offer. Knowing that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept with him is greater than what he is experiencing. And then a few years later, not too long down the line, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends the Ansar. Can you imagine the Ansar just coming and stepping up and saying, Oh Messenger of Allah, we are prepared to give you bay'ah. And the Prophet ﷺ begins to tell them the conditions of this bay'ah and a long list of requirements. They said, فَمَا لَنَا مِنَ الْأَمْرِ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ What do we get if we fulfill these requirements, these conditions, and we do what you have asked us to do? The Prophet ﷺ said, لَكُمُ الْجَنَّةِ I guarantee you Jannah. The first Sahabi says, Umdud yadaka ya Rasulullah. That's it, we're ready. We want Jannah. 
It's over. And these were the individuals, brothers and sisters, that gave victory to Islam. It was the Ansar. But he sallallahu alayhi wasallam had to wait. Did not rush through the process whatsoever. It would have been better for them as this was the best experience of the Prophet When Abu Bakr was listening to the Prophet speaking about the reward of Hijrah, 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 that the greatest, one of the greatest ibadah to perform is to perform Hijrah, is to do Hijrah, is to do this and to do that. And Abu Bakr wanted to fulfill this act of worship and he wanted to travel. And the Prophet said, wait, continue to wait. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may send a good companion with you. You may travel with someone that is great. And he waits and he waits and he wants to perform this ibadah. And he's asked by the Prophet ﷺ to remain in Mecca. Can you just imagine Abu Bakr? Because Abu Bakr knew that a time would come where the Qurashis would realize that these people want to run away. And they would cut off the lines, cut off the roads. There are no more travels. They would imprison them. And Abu Bakr wanted to go. Knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for the Prophet because the Prophet will go. But Abu Bakr may find himself stuck in Mecca. And Abu Bakr remains with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Mecca. And here comes the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a dark night. And he knocks Abu Bakr's door. And he says, Ya Abu Bakr, as-suhbah. إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ أَذِنَ لِي بِالْهِجْرَةِ فَقَالَ أَبُو بَكْرٍ رضي الله عنه الصحبة يا رسول الله فَقَالَ الصحبة يا أَبَا بَكْرٍ He says, Oh Abu Bakr, Allah has given me the command and has allowed me to perform hijrah, to go and to travel, to migrate. So Ya Rasool Allah, am I your companion in this journey? He said, yes you are. And Abu Bakr accompanied the Prophet wasallam in this journey. Brothers and sisters, we may find ourselves rushing in earning money, wanting to gain more wealth, wanting to be in a better position, but in the process we may commit haram. Maybe abuse a person, maybe don't give them what they deserve, not clear in our business trans- transactions, in our contracts, which will allow then ithm to take place, sin, which, when, then, which will allow a person to earn Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's anger. For what? Remain patient. When a person may find himself rushing through the process, sometimes even in getting married for our brothers and our sisters, thinking that that person is the best person for them. To rush to marriage is something that Islam has encouraged. But when it came to that person, don't be emotionally driven in making your decision. Take your time. Know that person. Ask about their deed. Some people say, no, that's the only person. And a person may rush through the process and they realize that this wasn't the right person, person for them. Sometimes with our spouses, some people rush into divorce for what? Allow some time to take place. Seek some counseling sessions. Don't rush into breaking this hole. Again, don't be emotionally driven by making decisions that may harm other people around you. For what? Take your time. لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught His Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you and I make dua, never rush through the process. Sometimes your dua would go against you. Where if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would give you what you want, whichever it was, Allah alam what it is, it may stand against you one day. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may withhold 
this from you where you do not receive it, but it's for something and a wisdom behind this withholding, not giving you what you have asked. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's best. So teaching ourselves to say Alhamdulillah is what we need. Teaching ourselves to remain content and patient for everything that the world and life has to offer is a fadila, is a righteous deed, a righteous act. And I will end with this brothers and sisters, that with every obstacle and difficulty comes ease. And any time you may experience something, go back to Surah Al-Hujurat, the Surah that we're explaining, and recite to yourself, unto yourself, وَلَوْ صَبَرُوا حَتَّى تَخْرُجَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَوْ أَنَّهُمْ صَبَرُوا حَتَّى تَخْرُجَ إِلَيْهِمْ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ If they were patient, this would have been best for them. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those whom are patient, those who continue to hold this amazing ibadah and utilize this act of worship when needed. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those whom are showered with patience. They go on with their daily lives and their daily challenges, understanding the reward and the virtues behind this ibadah, this act of worship. Ameen Allahumma ameen. Ala wa sallu wa sallimu ala man ba'athahu Allahu rahmatan lil'alamin. Haythu mirtum bis salati wa salami alayhi faqala azza man qail. Inna Allahu wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma fasalli wa sallim wa zid wa barik alayhi. وعلى آله الأطهار وصحابته الأخيار وعلى كل من اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته واقتفى أثره إلى يوم الدين